ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. We've got a great show for you today. I've got Lisa Halpin on, and we're going to talk about coaching and hypnosis. And I'm also going to tell you that I'm going to be off to Australia soon to teach Simpson Protocol there. So maybe next one, we may interview a kangaroo. You just never know. It might be hypnotic. So anyway, Lisa, uh, I'd just like you to introduce yourself a little bit and tell people about yourself and just lead into what you really do. And you've been doing it well for a very long time. Okay. Well, again, thanks so much for doing your show and getting this information out to the world, uh, whether that's our colleagues or the public, that's, uh, it's just a wonderful service. And we've been such good old friends for a long time that it's just a joy to get to spend time with you this morning. But I've been doing uh, hypnosis for many, many, many years, uh, probably too many to name the number now. Uh, <laughs> And as I was just saying, I'm going to start telling people I started when I was two. This is actually my 30th year as a hypnotist, as a certified hypnotist, and dabbling in it before that. And I opened my, uh, my full-time practice in 1990. And in the early 90s, I was doing what I was thinking of as a success protocol. You know, we have the Simpson protocol. In my mind, it was a success protocol because it was mostly about working with clients who weren't broken and needed fixing, you know, like the people that would be generally going to therapy or something. Some of them just had regular habit control things they wanted to improve, like, you know, to lose weight or stop smoking or get over a phobia. But a lot of people were coming to me for, I just want to get better. I, I just want to be better in life. I want to be better at my job. I want to be better at my relationship. And so the process that I developed I was doing a lot of work both with their conscious mind and their subconscious mind, whereas most hypnosis works solely with the subconscious or primarily with the subconscious. And I was doing this process to help people accomplish anything that they wanted. And I was just telling uh, my dear friend here that back in those days, people hadn't even heard about the term personal coaching. This is like 1990, 1991. And Tony Robbins, who everybody knows and is a household world word now, you know, everybody knows who Tony Robbins is. Tony started to start to come on the scene in about like 88, 89. So he was not a household word. And he was doing personal coaching. That was the most of what people had heard. But I was doing this stuff quietly thinking I'm making something up in my office working with my individual clients. And when I went to a little local class on you could become a personal coach. <laughs> I went to that class and saw what they were teaching and went, wait a minute. No, this is what I'm doing, only I'm doing it better because I'm doing it with hypnosis. And that was when I tagged it with the word hypno-coach, which yeah. I'm very, very happy to say is my registered U.S. trademark because you can't just get a trademark for anything. It has to be something unique and specific. Yes. And so my process... Uh, I trademarked as the word hypno-coach. That's not a generic term. It's not just a bunch of coaching and a bunch no. of hypnosis thrown together. Um, even though other people have come out to, to do similar things in the, in the time. But I actually have a process that does this. Yeah. And 
And that's how this started was that um, I recognized what I was doing was coaching as well as hypnosis. And Lisa, what I want to know too is be sorry, we're going to get into all that, but I'd really like to know that time 30 years ago, what brought you to this field of hypnosis and, and coaching? What brought you to it to become a certified hypnotist at that time? Well, I'll tell you, that probably starts way before that, like when I was six or something, um, because I was just always interested in power of the mind stuff and how come people's minds work differently. You know, we, we talked in, the, in our little pre-talk here about how the gray matter is the same for everybody, but people have different memories, you know, whether they can remember a lot of stuff or they can't ever remember anything, or they have, you know, the people who are a math whiz that can do math in their head and other people can't even do it with a calculator, you know? So I was always fascinated by that aspect of, well, if all of us have a mind that works the same, how come it doesn't work the same? So I was always kind of a student of what is that about? And I'm personally blessed with almost a photographic memory, um, which is also a curse. And so I never understood how come I can remember things other people can't. And when I went to college, my background and my undergraduate uh, work is actually in business and in marketing. So I've got a marketing background. And in college, I thought, well, I'll take some psychology classes too. And no offense, but the psychology professors I had were a little, (laughs) you know, that was like, okay, they needed psychology. (laughs) That's why they became a psychologist. I think that's the truth. Well, yeah, and I quickly kind of went, I don't want to work with broken people, you know? I don't want to find out why people are messed up and and then play with them being messed up, right? So that was, and that was, you know, this was, that was the 70s, you guys. So it was from the, um, it was from a different perspective than psychology is now, that everybody's okay and that there's a lot of spectrum in the world of what's normal there was a lot of things back then that were looking for dysfunction and calling it dysfunction and trying to repair that dysfunction. So I decided psychology was not going to be my thing. Yeah. And, uh, and my mentor, uh, the guy that became my mentor, was uh, actually a wonderful stage hypnotist that um, I call him an edutainment hypnotist because he always did education and entertainment. But he was on the radio See, you're mm-hmm. touching lives here because you're reaching people. He mm-hmm. was on TV. He did it. He went out and did big seminars. And I went to one of his seminars in my early 20s. And at that seminar, we talked about what drives people and makes them unique, which this is important because that became part of what's in my HypnoCoach program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in that process, I identified what drives me and makes me unique And guess what? I've never seen this happen before. It matched his. So when he went through these five things that make you unique, and we all did this in this class, you know, everybody did the same thing. You're writing stuff on a piece of paper. When we went to share at the end, you have this perspective of, well, these are things that everybody wants. These are things that's important to everybody. Until you talk to your neighbor and find out they have a whole different five things, and you go, well, that sounds cool. I mean, why didn't I pick those things? And so I found that mine matched his, which was, and he talked about why those five things helped him be a great hypnotist. And at the end of the class, I went up and said, how do I do this? 
How do I study with you? How do, be, how do I become a hypnotist? And at that time, there were no hypnosis training courses out there. Uh, there, was, there was just nothing. There was no way to go do this. And he said, ah, well, you know, you find somebody to train you, you have them mentor you, you do an apprenticeship. And I said, tag, you're it. <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't train people. I don't train people. And I'm like, well, I want you to train me. And he's like, no, I'm from Michigan. You're in California. I, I, I'm like, you're in California right now. You come to California. So I badgered him and then became his assistant, his back of the room person. I volunteered to follow him and learn at his knee. So I did the back of the room stuff for him and helped people come into the room and sold tapes and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Until there was a following of enough people who badgered him <laughs> that there was um, 22 of us that he did a training class with like I said, before really anybody was doing this. And he knew everybody and was with friends with everybody. He was a dear friend of Gil Boyne's. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I first knew Gil. And one of his original mentors was my dear Ormond McGill. Yes, lovely man. And Ormond was local to me here in the San Francisco Bay Area. So he connected me up with Ormond and said, well, I'll talk to this guy too. Wow. And so, yeah, gee darn. Um, <laughs> and so I was trained in this class of 22 people originally. And uh, when I joined the National Guild of Hypnotists back in those days, um, they weren't training people. This was before that. Mm-hmm. And you had to have like a letter of, um, well, somebody, a letter to vouch for you, you know, that was somebody that said, yes, this is a qualified hypnotist. And yes, they're qualified to join the guild. And my letter came from Mormon McGill. Ah. Uh. So, I hope you have it framed somewhere. <laughs> well, no, it got sent to the guild. I don't. I know. We no copy. Oh, that's right. I don't have a copy. That was, <laughs> that was a long time ago. But so that was the start of. I wanted to work with people going forward and, yeah. and improving, instead of people that had problems that wanted to just keep playing with their problems. I'm you know? pretty envious of uh, you being a Norman because I met him only. You know, he was already well in his nineties when I met him. Yes, and uh, it was a very short, uh, short and lovely connection. Well, he was uh, he was such a doll. There, there is not a better definition of the word gentleman yeah, than Norman Miguel. He was a gentleman hypnotist for sure. Yes. Anyway, I guess we should get back to you. We, yeah. I, we could talk about, or we'll have to do a separate show just on history, maybe, or and just and the people I've known the, and were and some studied. of the great people in hypnosis. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of those in my background. I'm fortunate. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think we get good because we are with great people. That's how it all starts. If you yeah. go, if you're fighting your way alone and blind, it's not so easy. No, so, that's true. Okay, that's true. so getting back to uh, where you started the coaching, you started it right away because pretty much it was your own thing, right? Well, yeah, exactly. So I had been working with um, with clients, you know, for all the basic stuff that we all do, you know, smoking and weight and stress. And I did a lot of anxiety and panic work with people. And those those are wonderful because you're taking people from, you know, being debilitated and scared into I can go do anything, you know. And so once you unleash that success, right, then they go, well, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't around for that part of the process, you know, that they see the hypnotist and they get over whatever the thing is, and then they go on and, and they don't know that they can go back. They don't know that there's something else they can do. Yeah. And so when I was working with people who had a clear path forward, like um, 
one of my very first people that I, I did the process that I call hypno coach um, was somebody who had been a typist at an insurance company. She entered, you know, data entry and she had carpal tunnel in both her wrists. So she had to have operations and was being told she couldn't do this work anymore. Just, you can't do this. And this had been her only job since she was 19. Mm-hmm. And so she was, she was scared to death, not only of the surgery, but also that what else was she going to do? She didn't know anything else. So her, um, her program under workman's comp and stuff gave her some leeway to pay for some retraining and uh, some counseling to figure this out and stuff. So she came to me first about the pain for the carpal tunnel. And mm-hmm. I saw her for that. And then she's telling me, oh, my, now I'm going to have to have surgery. And I'm like, ah, we got that covered. We can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I did pre and post-op for her surgery. And then she's like, oh, now if you could only tell me what my next career is going to be. And I'm like, okay, we can work on that. And so we found that she didn't take this job, like, on purpose for any reason. She got the job because the guy that was the insurance agent where she worked mm-hmm. was her best friend's dad when she was in high school. So when she got out of high school, he gave her a job. That's great. And we're going to talk about that when we come back because I really want to tie that together. It's really important stuff there. Um, So we'll see you on the other side of the break. And we'll be gone now. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 
take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to uh, Hypnosis Everywhere with Lisa Halpin today. And I want to really reiterate what she just said because it's an important thing. When she led this client through from one thing to another to another, many people think they don't need hypnosis because there's nothing wrong with them. They're only this or they're only this. They have a little bit. Coaching and hypnosis can lead you into a whole new life. Right, Lisa? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, this client started with the stuff she knew I could help her with with hypnosis, like the pain and the surgery. And it was like, well, if you could just also help me figure out what I'm going to do for a career because I have no idea. And I was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. So we got her through the surgery. And then it was like, well, what would you like to do? You know, what other career would you like to have? You, that's the question you'd ask, right? Yeah. Except she had no idea because she hadn't picked this career. It was just because this guy was her girlfriend's dad. And so that's when I use some of the tools that I teach in my HypnoCoach certification and I do with my HypnoCoach clients all the time, that a lot of it is um, subconscious-based because we're finding things that you're not aware of, okay? We're finding Mm -hmm. things that's in your subconscious, but we're doing it as a conscious process with a lot of what we would call conversational hypnosis and NLP techniques, Mm-hmm. where the client's not in trance giving me answers. I'm just talking to them. But I'm talking to them in certain ways and in certain patterns to get them to bring up the stuff that is inside the, of which they're unaware, okay? So, so from my point of view, I would say that it's informal hypnosis because I already made the audience know that everything's hypnosis, including yes. their self-talk. So it's a formal style of hypnosis conversationally, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, the, it, so it's not like lean back, close your eyes and all that. We're just talking to them. But I found that in the work I did with my mentor, that's, as I said, we we're going to come back to this in a second, the, the internal, what drives you and makes you unique, okay? What makes me different than someone else? What mm-hmm. makes them different from the next person? That core of who you are and what you want, most people have never explored. They don't know that it exists. And you can ask them, so what are the five things that are most important to you? And they'll overthink it and they'll come up with standard answers and they'll say basic things that things I don't allow them to say when we do this exercise. You know, they'll say, oh, you know, my family, my religion, my health. I'm like, uh-huh, everybody has that. <laughs> that does not make you unique. That's not what drives you personally. And so it's really a way of, 
of getting into their subconscious of who they really are and what's important about it. Once you know that, now we have a standard by which to judge what you want to do with your life. Ah, see, this girl had never had the choice or the chance to find out what was important to her. And when we did this process, for her, it ended up that she knew that she wanted to uh, work with animals and um, nature and she wanted to do stuff to um, be of benefit, like in a healthy service kind of way. That's, that's where the whole picture ended up. And um, this process of coming up with the words that define you, I won't go through the whole process today, but one of the things is that I make people chunk it down into these one words. It's not a whole paragraph. And sometimes they invent words. And in her case, she sticks out in my mind because she invented a word. And she said, well, I want to say ecologism. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what ecologism is. (laughs) What would that be? And she goes, well, like ecology is like saving the earth, right? You know, caring about water and earth and trees and all that. And she's like, but, you know, we have humanitarianism that's like for the good of all humanity. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. She's like, so I want ecologism. So it's for the good of all ecology. And I'm like, okay, we'll buy it. I like that. So that turned into, did she want to be a veterinarian? From, from she was a data entry person that worked for an insurance company to, yeah. does she want to be a veterinarian? And the answer was no, because she didn't want to go to vet school. She didn't want to spend tons of time and money and energy doing that particular path at this point in her life. But what we did do was we determined that she wanted to be a vet tech, which was a lot less school, but really similar. And she could still work with the animals and it still met all of what drives her and defines her. And so then it's about stretching people's minds about what's possible. You know, that if you, if you keep your vision this big, everything has to fit in there. Yeah. And I know just from personal perspective, when I started in 16 working, it was all about just what money, what job could I get? And Mm -hmm. that actually leads you into life and sometimes not the right direction that you need to go, right? Right, right. And that's why I love working with young people. When I can get a client that's like in their 20s, you know, or they're in high school or they're in college or something where we can figure this out ahead of time, um, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a real benefit. Or like in this gal's case, she was already, I think she was like 29 or something by the time we were doing this. So she'd been doing that job for 10 years. She'd started when she was 19. And so she still had careers in front of her. And look at people our age now that they're starting a second or third career in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. So you you always have a chance to do something more. So that expanding their mind and opening the possibilities is, is what happens after they determine this part of who they really are and what drives them and makes them unique. So then it's about figuring out goals. And goals are usually done... Also, in a what I consider a, a standard way is a less than way. Mm-hmm. People write down goals and then they never reach them, and and it's more like a to do list. Yes, <laughs> right. So never done my, well with that. <laughs> yeah. So in my package of what I do with people is how to make goals that are kind of they stretch your mind again. They're bigger yeah. than you ever thought. You don't need to know how you're going to accomplish mm-hmm. them. And we make so many goals and so big a set of goals 
that they have something to work on forever, that there's always going to be more. Yeah, and what you're doing is actually getting people unstuck. Absolutely. And then moved on to exactly where they need to go and what will fulfill them. Yes. And, you know, many people out there will say, well, gee, I just sort of happened into this job or this part of my life or whatever. And it was not a choice necessarily. So they can know that there is, as usual, I love talking about choice. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is a choice. Yeah. But most people don't even know what they'd choose if they could. No. You know? That's what a coach like you can get. And it's so helpful. I I used to have a coach in in my office with me. And it made a big difference because I was just the hypnotist because I wasn't really doing that work. And I had someone I could send them to to do that. Mm -hmm. So it was good. But uh, ultimately, people, okay, what's next? Yes, yes. Well, and the thing is, like, when you go to a regular coach, regular coaches are terrific. They help people get past things and get past obstacles and and meet the goals, you know, that they they have defined. Yeah. But they're talking to the conscious all the time. They're not accessing the subconscious. And so that's why when I went to that original class about how to be a personal coach, one of their things was, well, what would you do with somebody that has a fear of public speaking and they can't move up in their job unless they're a better public speaker? And so the other normal coach people in that class said, I'm going to send them to Toastmasters. Yeah. I'm going to tell them to practice you know, their elevator speech. I'm going to tell them to talk to somebody every day for three minutes. And in my head, I'm going, no, I'm going to hypnotize them, make them the world's greatest speaker. <laughs> and then that this is not a problem. Right. Because I already knew that a lot of people that went to Toastmasters to get over their fear of public speaking, it just makes their public speaking fear worse. They have to it's reinforcing that they're scared every time they go to Toastmasters. Toastmasters helps people who haven't got the fear. That's right. That's right. That's the next step is get you over the fear of public speaking and now go hone and craft that skill by going to Toastmasters. (laughs) But I, but I looked at, they were all trying to talk them into the behavior, right? Yeah. They were all trying to say, well, here's the answer, go do it. But they weren't changing the person's internal feelings or internal, you know, uh, beliefs. Dialogue. Dialogue, yeah. exactly. You know, and it's still one of the most, um, most people are afraid of speaking in public. Mm-hmm. And that's such a big topic for hypnotists. Oh, and yeah. most people don't even realize it can get they can get over it very quickly. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. And it's one of the single best things you can do to improve any area of your life, right? Mm-hmm. If you want a better job, you know, being a good speaker is part of that. If you want to go on a date, being a good speaker is part of that because you're communicating better, you know. So it's it's all kinds of areas. And so that piece, I watched what regular coaches did, and I could see what I could do differently as the hypno coach process. So giving them the goals, helping them attain those goals then, and always having more to work on gives a recurring process both to the client and in our case to my hypno coach students or my hypno coach. It's a very fulfilling thing, really. If you think you take someone and you guide them through a long way into into their new life or where they really want to go, it's pretty good. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I got to give you a quick story on how I came to teach this because I'm just quietly doing my thing and calling it this and seeing clients. And um, my friend Scott Giles, Reverend mm-hmm. Dr. Scott Giles, who you know, and 
Um, many of us know him as the legislative guy and the medical guy. Scott works with cancer clients mm-hmm. and has a whole practice within a hospital. And we're both friends. And he knew what I was doing because I'd been doing it for a while. And he called me and said, hey, I need a consultation. And I said, what can I help you with, Scott? You know, what do you need me for a consultation for? <laughs> and he's like, no, Lisa, I'm serious. And I said, well, what's the deal? And he said, I, I'm shortening this for time, but he basically said, all my patients die. Oh, yeah, that's... And that's I'm like, well, yeah, because they have cancer and you're extending life and quality of life and everything. But what he wanted was something in his own practice that was forward moving and more positive to help fulfill him and his work so that that gave him the energy to keep doing the work he was doing. So, you know, when we, when we come back from the next break, I'll tell a little bit about how that turned into me teaching other people to do this. Well, that's a perfect segue to end on. So we'll see you on the other side of the break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at InezSimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at SimpsonProtocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everybody, and we're going back to Lisa Halpin. I'm just going to let her talk because that was a great segment. Just keep going, baby. 
<laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll finish the rest of that piece of the story. So yeah. Scott works with medical clients, most of whom are cancer patients, and he helps extend their life and their comfort. But his outcome in his caseload is that many of these people then expire. And so he needed something more forward-looking from his perspective. And he called me and said, you got to teach me this thing you do. And I'm like, what do you want me to teach you? You've been a hypnotist forever and you're good at what you do. And he goes, no, this hypno coach thing. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, let me think about that. So I, Scott was my first student, okay? He was my guinea pig of, he's like, no, just teach me. Just show me how to do this. So I put the whole protocol, the whole process of the series of tools I use in order for a reason because they build on each other because they expand the person's possibilities they expand their success they help them achieve success and then as I like to say rinse and repeat right once you've done all that then you can go to another success and people don't know they have a choice back to choices right they don't know that there's something out there they haven't thought big thoughts And that's why when we work on the goal setting part, goal setting sounds so tiny and specific, but when they're big, mind-blowing goals, it just literally opens their universe to you could do anything, be anything, have anything. And the messages you've got in the past that went into your subconscious, right, the limiting beliefs that you've created were usually not yours to begin with. They were what mom and dad said or the teacher said, or the church said, or your friends said, and then you started repeating them and saying similar stuff to yourself, right? Yeah. You know, I know you tell this to people all the time. Yep. I I like it that you're doing the same. That's good. Just coming at it from a different angle. That's good. Yeah, it's the same thing. So they can change that story. They just have to know where they want to go. And most of them don't know who they are and what they want. So they don't have big goals, so they don't know where to go. And so once we open that up, that's why I have clients I've worked with for years. We also look at their whole life and what's in balance and what's not in balance, which a lot of coaches do that. That's not Mm -hmm. unusual. But when you go, okay, so let's first help you be more successful at work, okay? Then let's help you be more successful at maybe health or at relationships or at money, or whatever, you know, at recreation, right? How can I have a balanced life where I can go golfing or play tennis? So it's a never-ending process of improvement in that client's life. And you're helping them exponentially. They're getting better and better and better all the time. And so for the hypnotist side, it gives a long recurring process of working with that client over and over, but on many, many different things. And so I loved that it brought my colleagues a way to have that continuing stream in their client practice instead of having to see a new client every week, you know, that I need 10 new clients, I need 10 new clients, I need 10 new clients. Well, what if five of those clients were staying with you, right? Yeah. And uh, and I can tell you, Scott used to say, and I have his permission to say this, I hope I still do, Scott, um, he used to say without even advertising that he became a hypno coach. When he just told people he had this other part of his practice, way back then, he added $1,000 a month to his income just from that. So even if it's something that's not your full-time practice, you know, it's just something you're doing kind of part of what you do. And from our 
even the non-financial standpoint as a hypnotist, you know, we want to help people. That's why we're here. This is why we're driven. That's one of our drives, right? Exactly. And, and it just enables you to help so many more people in a much more rounded out way. Well, and also that you get to stick around to see the success. Yes. That's what I love. I mean, I have clients that I've helped them go from being uh, somebody, well, there's one that um, was not a licensed professional in their in their uh, field, and I helped them pass the test to become a licensed registered professional. That was the original hypnosis thing. Yeah. But then, through the years, I helped that same person get different jobs that were hard to get, get bigger raises that they didn't think they could ever earn, um, help this person buy the right house, help the person through pregnancy and having kids because we did, we, I helped have two kids with this person with hypnosis, right? <laughs> helped this person through a foot surgery with hypnosis, um, helped her become the um, president of her national professional organization, you know, and so people would later say, are you still working with Dr. Lisa? And she's like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because she'd had all these successes. And yeah, and you probably started with the first one was a little one, and then you, you keep going, and you broaden people's minds and expectations. Exactly. Well, the first one was passing her exam yeah. to become a registered professional in her profession. Then later, she's the president of her professional society. Yeah, so if the first one hadn't happened, that certainly wouldn't have happened. No. it's And so, you know, we really, uh, I keep drumming the choice thing in it, but you have choice in and broaden your expectations of what you can have in your life. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and that particular client, I have to say, she gave me a word that I, I just love her explanation. When people said, well, why are you still working with her? Like, haven't you learned everything or haven't you? Got, she's like, well, I'm still expanding in all areas of my life. And she says, and besides that, you know what? She's not just my coach. She's not just my hypnotist. She's not just my hypno coach. She's my advocate. Ah. And so she pointed out to me that no matter what else is going on in her life, whatever job she had, whatever was happening with her kids or husband, I'm her advocate. I'm coaching for her. We're working, going back to what drives her and makes her unique, right? Yeah. About fulfilling her. Yeah, so, that's astounding, really, you know? Yeah, it is. So she's like, well, you know, you, you hope your spouse is supportive of you. You hope your parents are supportive of you. You hope your friends are supportive of you. But sometimes those other people are involved in what's going on. And, mm-hmm. and so they aren't her advocate at that moment, but she and, knew that I was. And they're not always clear and seeing, whereas uh, you are separate and you, yes. can, you can help them see Yes, exactly. Perceptions, right? Well, and other people have yeah. what drives them and is important to them. And I'm not in that process, you know, because yeah, I'm, I'm and helping. Coaching is great, all standalone, but coaching, hypno-coaching is really a, the way to go. I, from my perspective, of course, I'm a hypnotist. So, you yeah. know, but I, the, the audience out here is getting their eyes open, their minds open to what hypnosis really is and isn't. And in this in this um, show, we've been doing that. We've been saying it's not just about subconscious. It's about your conscious being in accord with your subconscious. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, we kind of say, you know, your, your conscious mind is worth, uh, you know, 20% and your subconscious mind is worth 80%. Yeah, and, numbers, yeah. yeah you know, we, we use those kind of examples or 10%, yeah. 90%. Yeah. But we do see that there's, there's yeah. an at odds, right? Yes. And we, 
we also know that when they disagree, you're doing this. You know, when you, when you disagree, the conscious and the subconscious are not on your side. And the conscious is only worth what it's worth. And the subconscious is worth more. Yes. <laughs> so when they work together, now you've got mm-hmm. 100%. So that was that's yeah. my whole point. So the whole incredible thing is no matter what it is, people are always on the, to be healthier, be more fit, have less weight, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It always starts with the conscious having the willingness to do it and the motivation. And then the subconscious will carry the can and it'll become so easy that in compared to if they're just fighting each other like that all the time. Absolutely. And so you're right. You know, it starts with that thought of I want something different. I want change. I want to make a different choice or something. But sometimes people run out of thoughts. You know, they don't have the next thought of how of what else they could be. So like this gal, I was just saying that became the president of her professional organization. That happened as a coaching moment, you know, as we went through going, okay, well, now you've accomplished this. And now you've accomplished that. Now you've accomplished this. And what's what's next? Yeah, what's next? So it had to be in accordance to what is important to her. But we also had, remember, we had those big overarching goals. Yeah. So we could go back to those goals and go, well, what else haven't you done? You know, and those goals may be really big things that people have no idea what they want to, how they're going to do this. Like it may be climb Mount Kilimanjaro, you know, (laughs) Um, that they don't know that they can go there or afford that or that they're physically fit. That's not a problem. That's not, we don't look at that as part of this. It's like, there's some reason that's on there for you. So we go back over what they've said and she's like, well, I suppose I could run the professional organization. (laughs) And so that became a, okay, good. That's the next thing we're going to do. And I got to go be a keynote speaker for their professional organization (laughs) after she was the president Um, because she had me go talk about mindset and how this matters. And let's just talk a little bit about mindset because it really does matter a lot. And people listening will say, well, gee, it all sounds so good, but it's always makes that first thought. And like you say, sometimes they don't think about it until we talk about it and tell them about it. Mm -hmm. So mindset is a huge thing. Yeah, exactly. So thinking what's next, what else could I do? If I could do anything, what would that be? You know, we've had the, um, in the States here, we've had this big lottery thing lately that the, you know, the mega millions lottery is like a billion and something dollars, you know. The people do sit around and go, what would I do if I won even a tiny portion of that? What would I do? Okay, so what would you do? Those things are something that you probably would like to do. So what's keeping you from it? Why can't you be working toward that? You know, so, but, but once you open up their minds and they have different thoughts, they think of stuff they never knew, they never thought of. <coughs> yep. We're sometimes we're kept in a little box until someone helps us get out of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and the part about finding what motivates people, who they are and what drives them, when, as you've said, you want to become a student and take my class, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the process that we go through with our clients, mm-hmm. all my students go through in the class. So you get to be the client in the class and, and go through all this. And I've had people in the class, like in tears, crying that they have discovered who they really are. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, we'll be back on the other side of the break and we'll conclude the program in our next 
segment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And you know, I've always told you that I still sit in and take trainings all the time. And here's just the point. The point is that I have been wanting to train with Lisa for years. And usually when we were at conventions together, her and I would be teaching at the same time. And I never managed this. So this is the time after maybe 10, 15 years of me talking about it, I'm going to do it. So it's awesome. Good. Well, and I would love to have you. And that's also one of the things that's cool about what I do is that um, whatever your hypnosis practice is, if you're a practitioner, you can add this to whatever you're doing. It's not like it's going to take over everything. Like I said, you could, you know, Scott still has his thing at the hospital, uh, you know, with the cancer people, and he was doing hypno coaching also. And well, so there's, there's a lot of ways you can fold this into yeah. what your normal practice is. Well, each client's unique. And some clients, they come to me and they just want to do this. Yeah. And that's, that's all they want to do. But yeah. there's other ones that could actually really love to have that leadership and that opening up of their mind and the direction. Right. And the continuity, that they yeah. want somebody to keep helping them. They don't want to just come for three sessions and be done, you know? Yeah. People that want to be come, come for three sessions and be done can still do that. Yeah. 
but this is something else, you know, you can offer to people. So, yeah, it's just it's just fabulous that I have so many people out there doing this work and all the clients I work with and all the clients that they work with. It's the best thing I found to like putting myself in the copy machine because, <laughs> people are, you know, people are reaching people and doing good work all over the world from from what they've learned from me. So, And we both teach other people. And for us, that's important. It's not just about... It's got to be a win, win, win. When I train one of my trainers or whatever, they have to be what I would deem to be great. They don't have to be me, but they have to be great. And I know that they're going to help a lot of people and teach a lot of people and, and get them where they need to go. Right. So how do they get hold of you? You want to give me your website? Yeah, I'll give you a couple of things. So um, for training, um, I'm just about to revamp this whole old website that's been there forever, but it's it will be there in the old version or the new version. But the uh, website is hypnocoachcertification.com. Okay. So hypnocoach, my trademark, is one word. It's H-Y-P-N-O-C-O-A-C-H. And so the website is hypnocoachcertification.com. And also my email is hypnocoaching, I-N-G, like the verb, hypnocoaching at gmail.com. So whether you're interested in being a client or you want to know where one of my certified hypnocoach practitioners is to work with you more locally, or you want to take the class or you need mentoring, those are ways you you can reach me. Perfect. So getting on to going back to some of the stuff we've done uh, in the in the past, when you were teaching at the conventions and things, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that took the class and then actually a couple of them are tra- become trainers for me. And they always lauded all how great your training was. So I, I know I'm sort of punching at it, but I can't believe how much good you've done people. So, you know, I got to get that out there a little You're so sweet. Well, one of the things I I mentioned to you when we were off air for a second is the process is so inclusive that when you're in the class, these wonderful things, these mind-expanding techniques, these defining who you are and what drives you, that happens in the class. So it happens for my people who are becoming practitioners also, and that's really fun for me and for them. So I've had a lot of people talk about how life-changing just going through the course was for them. So... So that's great. So can we now, uh, I, I like to leave a tidbit on this last segment for the people here. So, cause I usually give them something that yeah. a regular person can do or get at least an idea to open up their mind with. Absolutely. So here's, here's what I'm going to give you. And, and I'm going to give you a key phrase to remember it. Flip the thought. Okay. So become aware of all the negative thoughts you have and the negative self-talk you have and the I can'ts, and I can't, and I shouldn't, and I won't, and, and all the, the tapes that play in your head that's what mom or dad said or your fourth grade math teacher said, when you hear one of those negative things, I want you to think of it as like a post-it note that you can flip over and post the positive side. You know, so if you think I can't, think I can. If you can't think I can, think what if I could (laughs) see if you can't believe the I can part you can think what if I could all right Mm -hmm. so turn it around just flip the thought and we do that all the time as professional hypnotists and it's easy for us but for people out there in the real world world just think about what's the opposite of that what's the negative thought what would the opposite be and go toward that feeling of the opposite and literally you can make yourself a post-it note 
<laughs> Actually, it's, it's a very good exercise that if they do it physically, at least mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah, and then, exactly. And then it'll just become a natural process. Exactly. So you write the bad thing, you write the negative thing on the non, you know, on the side that has the sticky, so that when you flip it over, the part that you stick up on your computer or your wall it's is the, the part that's sticking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully that will help it stick up here too. So the other thing is, you know, I'll just boost myself again, but I have a free self-hypnosis site. Between that and all those techniques that we teach you, please take advantage of this learning and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we've got a couple minutes, Lisa. So do you want to tell us anything more before we tie everything up? Well, I think I think I, what I want to say, both to like our hypnotist colleagues out there and to your regular listeners, it's never, ever, ever too late for anything. People do start new careers at 60, 70, 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people do uh, learn to play an instrument or uh, take up a sport or start a foundation. So the more boxed in you keep your thinking, the tinier box you live in. And so if you can open up out of that box and see what you might want to do, if everything was possible. Yeah, it's getting rid of the what ifs. It. Yeah, no what ifs. No the what ifs. Could be good things. They turning them around into good things. Yeah, they could be what if I could. What, what if, if I could. possible. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's the, it's just all about how we think. And, oh, totally. And what and you say to yourself, like you said, the self-talk stuff. But nobody really pays attention to that because they don't think it's happening. They know it's happening, but they don't notice it. So we're just bringing it to their mind's eye and and pay attention. So uh, anyway, so the next, um, I'm just going to talk about next week's show. Yeah. We're having a repeat for next week's show because we'll be traveling and we'll be flying to Australia that day. So, or one day, UK, somewhere. Anyway, I I lose track where I'm going, but... (laughs) So we're going to be talking with uh, the quantum laser people because we I have added, added that into some of my practice. Mm-hmm. I don't use it every day, but I use it with health-motivated clients and stuff because there's other good things out there. Mm-hmm. And he'll talk yeah. about still point. He teaches people how to go to still point, which is just another form of learning how to do some hypnosis or meditation or whatever. And uh, it's a great show. So... I'm just going to tie it up and, and thank you, Lisa, so much. I'm so glad we got together. and I am so glad I got to be here. This was so fun. <laughs> so I hate to say this, but it's goodbye for today, and we'll see right. you next time. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 